Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. That makes me Mike. And tonight we have on the show Tony, formerly from God Chat, or uh, God Chat with God and Tony. Oh my God, you were saying it right. I said and it right. St- and you stopped yourself. In I the stopped middle myself of it. because I got nervous and I <laughs> overthought it, but this time I did get it right. And, and, and too late, it would seem, because the show has dissipated and is going to re-coalesce into something completely different from my understanding. Is that correct? Uh, the first bit's right. <laughs> it's run its course. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the that's the message you wanted to get across. Oh man, there. I can totally relate to that. How many fucking projects have we did and just said, okay, we're done with this? You know, it, it was fun, but I'm sick of it. <laughs> you you have been involved in infinitely more projects than any person I've yeah. known. Yeah. Oh, is that right? You've been a project maniac. I am. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've yeah I've done websites and 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 communities and you know youtube channels and podcasts i mean just been doing that probably as long as i've been on the internet i've been doing something like that you know and uh it's just it's something that i i uh i guess i'm just inclined to do is just to Mm -hmm. make content and put it out one way or another or 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 curate something if not uh, producing mm-hmm. something at least curating for for other people to enjoy so i guess i guess uh i guess i'm like a host <laughs> like i like yeah. hosting things you know so are you just yeah, getting cool. out of the game altogether tony or you got other things on the uh stove or yeah i don't know like i kind of i mean it's all pretty boring really but i, I kind of got um like sort of work recently i took a new job in at work in june and it's kind of been all encompassing. And mm. my my previous job enabled me to sort of not work very much <laughs> <laughs> or as much. Um, so I've just found it really hard to do it justice and turn out the amount of content I want to turn out. Um, yeah. So yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, probably run its course. Um, next thing, I don't know yet. Just having a little bit of a break and. Um, yeah, to Tom's point, you know, I think I think I just enjoy being involved with stuff and not necessarily writing, editing, producing, uh, doing everything else. Uh, I was awful at sort of any sort of promotion. I just couldn't be bothered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just found it a bit, I just, I don't know, just got a bit annoyed. All right, and I think we both think and agree and would like to voice again that your podcast was probably one of the most entertaining, well-produced, mm-hmm. like amazing, you know, for some of the podcasts that I've listened to, yours is yeah. the only one that I've listened to more than probably three episodes of for the most well, part. That's kind, that's kind of and I would yeah. say like, I mean, we're on the level of like the stuff that's like got promotional shit all through it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, has been, has been lauded by critics is wonderful. And, and everyone needs to listen to this. I think the only thing is it just didn't get in front of is not enough people. And, and honestly, you know, how the hell do you do that? That is one of the hardest things in the game for me is getting my shit in front of other people. Recently, I've had some remarkable success with uh, YouTube shorts which are shorts that are are done in a vertical uh, 1080p uh, standard format, but they're vertical as opposed to horizontal, and uh, they're under 60 seconds. And for some reason, 
those things get picked up by the algorithm a lot more easily. And I'll put something out and I'll get like a thousand views and like six new subs out of it. So, you know, in a matter of hours. Mm -hmm. um, and it's and that's the thing. It only performs for like half a day and then people forget about it. So it's very flash in the pan, but it's great for like boosting your audience a little bit and getting people interested because then they'll go check out your other content later. And yeah, I've lost a couple subs already. And we're like, oh, I didn't like this as much as I thought it did. But <laughs> haven't we whatever. all done that? Haven't we of all course, subscribed yeah. to something and then been like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, exactly. I was like really the next. <laughs> yeah, I was really high. This looked like I'm definitely going to check this out later. And then you look at it like, oh, this sucks. I don't want it. And that's fine. And whatever. But um, I'm just hoping to find more people who are interested in what we have to do, you know, what we like to do. And that's all I really care about. Like, I don't care about making like a profit or anything like that or no. being super famous. For me, it is and always has been about entertaining people. And I, you don't force that down people's throats. You let them come to it and say, "Hey, this is my, this is my particular flavor of tea. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to mm. keep listening." You know, and yeah, we have it's, people it's like having, that. It's having that dogmatic pig-mindedness where you're just going to just drive forward and yeah. you've got zero fucks for what anybody else thinks. Right. That that right. sort of you know wins the day. Really does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but it's also it's also a lot of work it's also mm -hmm. mm, yeah. and it is it's a lot of work mm -hmm. um anyway i'm gonna start bitching and moaning now <laughs> oh. <laughs> i don't oh. view that it's bitching and moaning you're just you know saying your piece why you're doing what you're doing well you know it could it's very very possible you know tony that, that you're just a, an incredible actor because according to um <laughs> the flat oh, earth society oh i have to bring it up yeah. uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> going by a tweet that was posted on the 14th of october this uh, last year uh flat earth believers said have you ever been to australia australia is not real it's a hoax made for us to believe that britain moved over their criminals to some place in reality all these criminals were loaded off the ships and into the waters drowning before they could ever see land again <laughs> it's a cover-up for one of the greatest mass murderers murders in history made up by one of the most prominent empires austria does australia doesn't actually exist all things you call proof are actually well-fabricated lies and documents made by the leading governments of the world. Your Australian friends, they're all actors and computer-generated personas, part of a plot to trick the world. If you think you've ever been to Australia, you're terribly wrong. The plane pilots are all in on this and have all actually only flown you to islands close nearby, or in some cases, parts of South America, where they have cleared space and hired actors out to act as real Australians. Australia is one of the biggest hoaxes ever created, and you have all been tricked. Join the movement today and make it known that they have been have been deceived. Wow. I am a well-fabricated lie, gentlemen. Yeah, you, you are. are. <laughs> well, that would explain why you're all blurry in the background there. That's you're a very the, convincing computer program. You're like, That's what it is, yeah. Max Headroom version 17. <laughs> Hello, people, 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 people. <laughs> my, 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 Oh, my goodness. That uh, means that there's somebody else that went through all the time of making Tony and then also doing God Chat with God and Tony. 
which is like yeah. a whole nother level. That's, that's well, crazy. There's a whole script yeah. behind the script. Yeah, that's wild. So, that's wild. They had like linguists come together and come up with a specific set of dialects, and they had to come up with like a whole set of like 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 slang words and a history of slang words and a history of language so that it all feels real i mean you know it's like fucking jr tolkien make this for fuck's sake mm. i mean uh, yes yeah, so we have to, to invent just... <laughs> uh, a two two to three hundred thousand year old indigenous um yeah. <laughs> race as well which, I, which yeah. is just <laughs> absolute genius yeah, yeah. yeah it is yeah, yeah it that. is well, we wouldn't want anyone knowing that the oldest culture on the earth wasn't white. <laughs> that, would be, that would be too threatening to the Jesus freaks. <laughs> or yeah, or or American, I guess. Yeah, yeah, even though yeah. there's definitive proof that that didn't exist before the 1770s, you know, they people still act like we're the oldest fucking civilization mm. on the planet at times. Yeah, ridiculous bunch of so what a bunch with, of poppycock. With okay, in my simple brain, with flat Earth. Right. Do you think that they actually really genuinely believe that it's a disc or do you think they're just on that team so heavily that they're not going to? Come on. I mean, like, I think it's remarkable what people can lead themselves to believe firmly in and 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 profoundly strong, like like. I don't know, I think that if you you get down that rabbit hole and you're not grounded in reality to begin with, or you're given to flights of fancy, or maybe you're mentally ill, or maybe some combination of those things. Yeah, you can lead yourself to believe the world is flat. And you can listen to all these. And that's the problem. It's like those people exist on every strata of society. So that includes celebrities and other people that um, yeah. a lot of people deem as important or or particularly bright because they're in that spot. You know, the same people that think Lisa Marie Presley died from the vaccine. Right. And not because of the uh, inherent um, uh, heart disease and et cetera, et cetera, drug use, et cetera, that she was uh, subjected to. You know, right. Right. Yeah. So it's just backwards thinking. It's it's desperate thinking. And uh, I think Terrence McKenna, the, the mushroom guru from the 80s and 90s, uh, had said something to the effect of uh, conspiracy theory is like an epistemological cartoon about reality um, that, you know, you just have this idea that there's some shadow group running everything and in control. Mm. And when really there's no one in control, it's, 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 it's a big illusion. We're all, we're all at the utter at the rudder going, Oh, fuck. But yeah, I mean, with the whole flat earth thing in Australia, so every pilot and member of air crew that's ever lived is ever. on it. Oh, yeah. It's like a secret society. They have to sign up like the, the Masons and shit and <laughs> have like a knife held to their throat and remember a whole yeah, bunch of I, words. I, I can kind of, I can kind of actually can see this. Actually, it's, it, it's got some legs. I mean, I, we, we flew the other day from, the other day, a couple of weeks ago from Brisbane to Los Angeles. And that was a, a 14-hour flight, and as soon as we took off, like, we were made to shut the windows. Like, the window, the shutters had to come down, right, okay? <laughs> and there was, like, no choice, and it's just like, yeah, maybe we're just going around in circles, man. <laughs> you, know? you know? Like, we're going nowhere. That's the thing, though, like, us on the surface here, globe, flat, whatever it is, 
we actually don't have any way. We have very little way of knowing unless we equip ourselves with scientific knowledge and like test it and shit. And it's testable, right? Like uh, uh, it's been done. Um, I remember there was an article about this flat earth guy who had this hole. He figured it all out. It was like, okay, so if we set this light here and we put a hole in this sheet here and another sheet over here, we should see the light come across because the the the, the mm -hmm. it's flat, right? And so he does this experiment and he doesn't see the light and he's confused. And he says, all right, well, let's adjust for it, right? And so he adjusts for the curvature of the earth and he can see the light. <laughs> yeah, I think, Tom, I think that was actually a documentary that I watched and they did it on water. Was it they did it on this, this huge body of water? I think so, yeah. I and, think that might be right. That you, they, you actually got them on tape saying, yeah, look, you know, I, I don't think it is flat, but we, we shouldn't really tell anybody. It, yeah. was that, it was that blatant. It's like, just keep it going anyway. But even well, though it's yeah. not true. Because like, they, yeah. they don't want to be discredited because then they lose all their cool points, right? Like their perspective. And, and funding. The, yeah, and funding. They're respected in the flat earth communities. So they'll flat out, flat out lie <laughs> and maintain the stupidity because of their egos or their paycheck or both. So, okay, what about, I don't know how across this you are, what about um, U.S. Air Force pilots that are only ever over San Diego or California that see UFOs from their jet and have it on camera? Um, I'm very interested in that. I'm fascinated yeah. with that. And there's because... been so much more information in the last, like, 10 years yeah. compared to what you used to get, like, convincing well, hell, March or no, it was like April or May of 2020. They, the CIA, or I think it was the CIA, released a bunch of like the of classified, you know, videos and, and I hope testimonies it's true. and shit. And well, here's the thing, you know, UFO is a, is exactly that unidentified flying object. It doesn't imply intelligence. It doesn't imply alien life. It's just something we don't understand. It could be a life oh, form. Yeah, yeah, it's a Chinese balloon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a Chinese spy balloon that goes the entire way. A fucking balloon that is unmanned managed to make its way across a path from yeah. point A to point B. That just blows my mind. Well, I mean, these videos show these things diving in and out of the water and making hairpin turns at ridiculous speeds. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean it. it could itself be a fucking life form, right? Like, we don't know what the fuck it is. The ocean is full of mysteries, man. We know, what, 1% of the fucking ocean, period. So whatever it is, you know, it's probably terrestrial. It, it may be intelligent or it may be some weird... The fluctuation of quantum physics we don't understand yet you know maybe being up in those planes and high pressure makes you more susceptible to seeing this thing that's always there but we filter out because it's unimportant to our brains right i choose to believe that aliens are real that's just my view on this and that they're all kind of hovering up there right now going we'll wait till these fucking idiots are gone then we'll go down there and see what's up because they're all yeah. really fucking stupid I just, and dangerous. <laughs> I, I hear you, man. I would like to believe that too, but I'm just, I'm too stubborn about like the likelihood of another... you of all people should believe. No, because, well, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, of all the places in the universe, right? That there certainly is other intelligent life out there on some level somewhere. 
or was or will oh, it doesn't be. have to be in a form that we would recognize i'm just saying sure. that it exists i do too. i'm positive of too. that however yeah. the likelihood of them finding us and then making their way to us is so and making it in such a time frame that we still exist after having found us from what hundreds of light years away literally billions of years of travel by the time they get here, we don't exist anymore. So the chances of us making contact with anything intelligent, short of like super sub, you know, like 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 quantum tunneling or something, is is absolutely nil. There's no chance we'll ever run into anything. And anything that does that does find us is so far in advance we wouldn't recognize it if we fucking saw it. Well, I want you to think of it this way. And this breaks it down to its most basic, you know, pieces. You yourself just said we've only discovered one percent of the ocean. Sure. So there is that's the ocean. That's something that you can wrap your head around and say, okay, I can see how big the globe is, and I can imagine how big the ocean is. And we don't know shit about that. It's not impossible to think that something could be out there in something that is billions of times larger than the ocean that we sure. didn't happen to run into that's close by. You know what I mean? I, I see what you're saying, yeah. and it could be close by. I'm just saying that it I- just really good at hide and seek. Maybe. I, I'm working. I'm just working on, on you know, what evidence we have and what met scientific models we have, because otherwise you have to let any old idea in the, in the door, right? And that's how you get people putting crystals on their foreheads to get well, yes. brain tumor. I mean, you know? I think, <laughs> okay, okay. I like to believe that there's aliens <laughs> and there's intelligent life out there, but I'm not going to fall for something like shit like that. Obviously I put, a, right. I put a little bit of thought into these theories and say, okay, that seems to be something that might make some sense. Uh. You know, like that seems like something that's I feasible. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't mean to throw <laughs> you under the you, bus. Wouldn't like, you piss your pants if put the crystal in your head is the fucking key to the whole thing? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, here's the thing. Like someone prevents, presents me with um, undeniable evidence <laughs> or abundance of evidence, uh, peer tested, reviewed shit, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to change my tune. I'm going to dance to the new song because I have faith i guess you could say faith in evidence i don't know if faith's the right word because you don't require faith for something that's true even if you don't believe in it yeah you know i just faith is me, more of an unproven belief well, in right, something than right. it is anything else yeah and i do have faith in things but i don't put stock in them as some like controlling factor in my life there's just like i have faith in people that i love will continue to be good people. You know, like like I don't have any evidence of what the future will bring at all. But based on past experience, I can say it's likely they'll continue to be this way. And that that's about as close as faith I have, you know, but I don't understand faith, I, I guess, in some ways. Like, I don't understand how you can just say, oh, well, I, I can't prove this, but I believe it anyway. And it's like, well, that's fine, but don't, tell me that i have to too like is that faith is that demanding other people believe what you believe that's the way lots of faith-based things work so, right. yeah. like the the catholic church wants you demands that you believe what they're saying it feels like it's just built you know, in right yeah you know, like it, you it just, have to believe this or you're going to hell that's that's all there is yeah, to it yeah it just feels like it's built in it's baked into the whole thing so it's very frustrating and 
And so whenever I find myself going down one of those avenues of, of thinking, like where I'm like believing something, I want to immediately evaluate it like objectively. I want to break it apart and say, where, where's the core of this? Why do I believe what I believe? Is it based out of um, any kind of fact or is it just some wishful thinking? And many times it is wishful thinking. Like I, I, I want the world to be more, you know, centered around me. Right. But it's not. It's not centered around me. It's random and it's chaotic. My, and it's... my world is centered around you. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> no, it's I told, not true. I told it, you. I mean, on Friday evenings, yes. Uh, the rest of the week, no. <laughs> I told you to stop sending me your underwear in the mail, and you won't listen. Look, uh, I'll send you whatever the fuck I please, as long as it still gets delivered. And there's no law against that. No, I guess not. But I wish it wasn't soiled all the time. Well, you know, I'm not going to give you the fresh ones. You don't get my essence then. <laughs> what if? What if? Yes. What if? The essence of my. His must. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty and it doesn't smell good either. Um, what if? The aliens are all around us right now. They're just in a different um, dimension than like we a are. A different phase of reality. Like a different dimension. Like that's what happens oh. when you die. You get pushed into another dimension, and maybe then you'll see the aliens. Maybe I. I, be, I, I mean, it's there's so much, much unknown that's crazy, fascinating like that. I'd say that's a, a lot more likely that something that may or may not have visited us would have done so from another dimension. The thing is, a different like, astral plane, if you will, a, a different plane. But again, that's so fantasy sci-fi. It, 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 it's almost saccharine, you know. Like it's like that's a cool thing to think about, but it's so fucking simple. Whatever it is, if it exists, it's way weirder than that, right? I just know but, when it comes to astral planes and other dimensions and stuff that there was a baseball player that I was a huge fan of when I was a kid. And uh, he got a brain tumor. He had cancer. And he claimed to have been able to transverse between astral planes and stuff. And, like, just came up with that shit off the top of his own head. This wasn't like, you know, I was a study of astral planes and the theory behind it before this. So, like, I kind of think maybe there's something to it. Maybe I've done enough psychedelic Maybe we're drugs. just not, you know, wired the way we are to be able to do that. But some people are. And those are the people we call crazy. And they're not. Maybe. 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 I, I, what were you going to say, Tony? I'm sorry. I stepped I'm sorry, over yeah. there. But I, I, I just think he's a whole load of hubris. And I think we, we're probably blessed with the best imagination any of the species got. And well, as far as we're it, concerned, we've got, anyway, we've got, apes, apes might be really fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Cats might but have I, some great ideas, but we don't have any way to translate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just think we've got great imaginations and, and we're... We're so self, um, we just think we're so special, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like God. It's, oh, there's got to be a God. It's got to be like. I'm sorry I interrupted you with the whole thing. Yeah, I bet cats have some great imaginations. You said, eh. <laughs> yeah. talking. Oh, that was awesome. He's clearly learned how to deal with your sidetracking <laughs> bullshit. He's the only one of the three of us that has. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i apologize mike if i was dismissive no, no it was that, funny it was funny was no <laughs> <laughs> what you said was idiotic so i moved on to something else thank you <laughs> i appreciate I it to, i, I want awesome. to uh 
<laughs> I do agree with you, though. Uh, yeah, it is like we have this amazing capacity to see patterns and nonsense, and we like to put those into boxes. and And we love storytelling. One of that's one of the oldest traditions. It's one of the reasons why. Um, you know, things like the Bible even exist. If you take a look at those books, they all go back to oral tradition to the oldest stories. And and the oldest stories always were carried from one person to the next, like a storyteller, and remembered over generations well before written language existed. So, you know, and and I mean, you know, you take a look at the 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 Christ myth and that gets reiterated through history back, 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 back through many different cultures because it all came from the same fucking ideas that that a bunch of proto-hominids had in the dawning of their consciousness. Proto-hominids. Wow. That might oh. be a little rich for our listening base. I don't know. What is what is a proto-hominid? Okay, a proto-hominid is, is like I'm a, asking because I don't fucking know either. No, just... All right. Well, so proto is the stereo is the the prototype like the original sort of right ah, okay the hominid would be a humanoid sort of like an ape that has you know walks on okay so i had half of it right yeah so like like any any uh any any ape that walks primarily <laughs> on two feet and uh and and you know walks upright i guess is the correct way of saying that but 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 yeah uh uh it's like like Right. So like Neanderthals, like uh, Australopithecus and the various like uh, different Piltdown, I think, is one of them. I can't remember all of them, but there's a ver variety of different um, proto-hominid tribes or, or species that existed. I, I feel I'm feeling like I'm way out of my depth there. <laughs> you and me both but i enjoy listening to him talk about it because i i know that tom knows what he's talking about i've seen him yeah, yeah, research things that make me go yeah duh of course of course he's right he could be lying through his fucking teeth and i'd be like yeah he's right i'd go i'd go to the ends of the earth and defend that with my last breath if he told me it was true <laughs> and i try very hard not to like talk too much about shit i don't know about <laughs> well yeah that's true i think and if i do i say i think you know or it's my opinion that because i don't want to be cited like ah oh, yes all beards are assholes like what does that even mean tom i don't know but i stand by it i uh then it saves you from having to do shit like i do where i say something and i go into a tangent about something and then i have to go well you know i'm not really <laughs> actually sure about that i probably ought to look that up I have done that. The worst, though, is when you do something stupid, like someone says, for example, like, hey, have you ever seen Scarface? And you go, yes, but you haven't. And then you have hmm. to fight, like, play along with that. I've shit. never seen it. I've never either. I mean, it's like I'm surprised. The people get surprised when I say, like, never seen Scarface. I've seen parts oh, of man. Scarface. They never seen The mad. Godfather. I've never seen The Godfather. And I'm like, it's not my kind of movie. You know, like, that's sorry. But Ask me if get... I saw the Star Wars movies. Yes, I've seen all but one of them, I think. You know, ask me if I've seen the Star Trek movies and shit like that. Yeah, I've watched those. Old horror flicks? Absolutely. Nosferatu people... and stuff? Love don't it. Don't people get offended, though? Don't they get really offended yeah. when you don't, like, they get you indignant watch like, a movie? They get indignant <laughs> like you called their child ugly when you say shit like that. You're right. like, no, I've never seen it. They're like, what? Like, did somebody just fart in here? What was mm. with that face? Yeah, it's just a movie. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, I hey, it might be great. I don't know. But I knew uh, a kid in, in high school. Don't who, care either. 
No, it was middle school. I think it was like my eighth <laughs> year. But there was this kid named Tony, weirdly enough. But he huh. was he was he was Italian. Was this Tony from Australia, perhaps? No, no. Okay. No, but he his his family was Italian. <laughs> and he wasn't awesome. And so. he was obsessed with Rocky and the Rocky movie where he has the brain contusion and they were saying, oh, you can't fight anymore, Rock, right? The one that came out in the late 80s. I think that's Rocky 3, maybe. I'm not sure, you know, like... No, 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 like I've Rocky... Seen... No, 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 like Rocky 6. Like, no, well, I don't, well, I don't think Draco. there is a Rocky 6. Well, it's, it's after the one with Draco. Okay, well, anyways, being from Philadelphia, I'm supposed to be a Rocky aficionado and I'm not. Well, I've okay. seen all the movies That's at one okay. point in time or another, but I really I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. I'm like out my ass on this one. OK, <laughs> you know, mm. OK, fair enough. Um, but uh, now I lost my train of thought, which you so masterfully do. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. So he was people were trying to they were teasing him because he was so like emotionally invested in rocky and and they were saying oh he dies in this one and i remember they had this kid this tough kid you know like a kid that that you didn't want to mess with in tears because he was convinced that rocky would die in this movie and and it's like i just right then i was like how can anyone be that into an act a film a a, a fiction film Mm. Like, yeah, I get choked up in movies and shit, but dude, you're just, you're crying over, <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> it's like, how can you be that Isn't invested? There was not- a Rocky the musical. <laughs> oh no. That's amazing. I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. Oh, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. There was there was technically six movies, but the sixth one was just called Rocky Balboa. That might have been the one. That... And now the Creed franchise has taken over That's for it. them, which yeah. we've all yeah we've seen that the Michael B. Jordan, the greatest looking man on the face of the planet. He he actually does look like Apollo Creed as well. He does. Got, yeah. yeah. Like, there's, a, there's similarities there. Oh, what was um, the name of the guy who the played of his Creed? His cheeks and his jaw, like like the Why shape. Why can't I of think of the face? name of the dude who played Creed? Um, that should really be on the tip of my tongue there. I keep wanting to say Louis Gossett Jr. It's definitely no, it not him. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, I could see him. I can't think of his name. You're, I know one of you is going to say it. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. That's it. That's it. Yes. You motherfucker. He's in some cracking war movies as well. And he was in Predator, wasn't he? He was. That's yes, where that yes. quote came from. Yes. It's when they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they do the arm lock thing and he goes, You yeah. motherfucker. Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get to the yes. chopper. Yeah, get your people out. Gaming with Tom and Mike is back and better than ever with new videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. In the coming weeks, you can expect to see gameplay from a Christian video game called The Pilgrim's Progress, a short series of videos on the game Judge Dread, Dread vs. Death, and a new long-term series in which we play Hammerwatch Temple of the Sun. To find Gaming with Tom and Mike, just visit TomandMike.com or go to YouTube and search for Gaming with Tom and Mike. I was trying to articulate to Mike, I think it was to my nephew, like what it was like to grow up in that era of movies, Mm. you know, because there was like, there was just a simplicity to it. Like the Iron Eagle franchise and shit. Like, Like, yeah. 
we knew it was stupid. You know, we knew that it was moronic. Like, I remember when I watched the movie Aliens, I asked my dad what would happen in real life if an airlock got blown up in the space. And he's like, oh, it'd be over in a fraction of a second. All the air would get pushed out. And so would everything else. And you'd freeze to death in seconds and die. And I was like, or you'd ex explode because your particles. You know, he tried to explain explosive decompression to me. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. So they wouldn't be standing there for 10 minutes clinging onto something while air was rushing out. And you'd be like, hell no, that air would have been gone in seconds. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, all of it. All so of you it. have to totally <laughs> suspend your basic beliefs in order to enjoy these movies. But that was what mm -hmm. was so wonderful about them. Today's movies are like, they have to explain every little detail so that nerds don't go crazy. Well, not only that, I got to say that the movies back then, even though they might have been cheesy and goofy, were original for they the were. most part. Yeah. Movies today, look at how many movies they're remaking. I've I've bemoaned this before mm -hmm. that Hollywood has run out of ideas and they're rebooting everything. Yeah. And to the to the uh, you know, extent that I you know, I, I don't get excited for TV shows unless somebody says to me, like, hey, you gotta watch this. It's actually really funny and original. And I'm like, oh, okay, and then I'll check that shit out. But normally. I just I just don't do it. Well, and even then it's like I'll put that on my list. Yeah. You know, because you've always got that list going of like, all right, this is what I need right to here. or want to devote my attention to this year. You know, I've always meant to watch this show. I've always meant to do and then, you know, you try and it's like you get like five episodes in, and you're like, this just isn't doing it for me. But you have to like give it a try. And so that's time spent. You know, you're a better man than I am because I don't even get episodes. through like one episode. I'm like one episode. I'm like, this, this is fucking garbage. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I'm like done. I started watching, I saw, I started watching um, Shooter the other day. Um, is it Shooter? Yeah, the sniper one with um, that bloke in it. And like I, said, I, was about say, I was about, I was about ten minutes in, and I'm like, this is just dog shit. Was it? Was like, it? Was it the Chris Kyle story? Uh, like the the completely made up story of Chris Kyle who lied about everything, even though he was a sniper, that was true. But I think it was based on him. But if it had yeah. lived, and it's yeah, got, well, like um, supposedly was sitting on top of the Superdome in um, Louisiana, shooting people and shit during the hurricane. And I'm like, uh, that would be murder, and you would be in jail. <laughs> um, so no, that didn't happen. Yeah. No, it's, it's just poor. It was just really bad. And I'm like, there's no way I'm watching this. If I want to watch something like that, I'll just Bradley watch Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper was in that movie. If Was it Bradley Cooper? Because nah, he's the one who no, played it's like him. it's like a new series. They've serialized oh, okay. it. There's like three okay. seasons on uh, on Netflix. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the movie, not the, uh, yeah. not the TV show. Drama yeah. series. Uh, Ryan Phillippe. That's it. Ryan, Ryan Phillippe? He's not been in anything. He doesn't seem he doesn't seem very tough to me either to be playing no. a, a sniper. Yeah, he's uh, I haven't he's seen in him in anything. Like maybe a, a sniper that hung out in, in upscale clothing stores. I don't know. <laughs> it is Dross. He was like, I can't like and like you're right, it's an investment in your time. And I it's just like you get 20 minutes in and it's like I'll just go and watch Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger over yeah. and over again because that's just gonna deliver every time right. an hour and a half of action. Right. There are certain movies that I will watch if they come on, if they come on regular TV and I happen to be watching, 
I will stop flipping the remote and I will put it down and I will sit and watch the rest of that movie. The Matrix, mm. the original Matrix, mm. uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Commando, Terminator, Terminator 2. Any of um, the Planet of the Apes movies for me. I'm not a big I fan of I will sit those, and watch uh, those movies. Love them. Never got into those. The originals. But... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely the originals. The originals that were made between like 1970 and 1975 or something like that. How yeah. many of With those like were the terrible Char- masks? How many of those were Charlton Heston in? He was only in two of them, I believe, because his character, sure, yeah, his character gets killed at the end of the say, like he sacrifices himself at the end of the second movie for the uh, for the ape culture okay. to save them because they Spoilers. like are worshiping a bomb. Sorry if I'm spoiling this for anybody. This is on your list. And you haven't made it past uh, the 1960. I'm very sorry. <laughs> if you've not seen it yet, you're never going to see it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I've, I've right. seen them, but uh, I think like, like someone spoiled Hamlet for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me how Midsummer Night's Dream ends. I want to find out for myself. Um, uh, I think the Beastmaster and some of those movies, Jason and the Argonauts, some of that kind of stuff is also the kind of shit that I can, if I catch it on TV, it will instantly like mm-hmm. it captivates mm-hmm. me. I have to sit there yeah. and watch it. Yeah. Another one that I will always watch it. And, and this is not typical for me because I'm not a big fan of musicals, but Little Shop of Horrors. Um, uh, I mean that that kind of goes without saying. That's a it's, great. The it's, Little Shop of Horrors or Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh uh, yeah, this. I mean, just, if that comes on, you're going to sit and watch it. I don't care who you are. Yeah, they're just they're fucking magic. Both of those are, yeah. and, and they come from a time in my life, you know, where life seemed a lot more magical, right? Like as an adult, you have a mortgage, you have fucking bills to pay, you have a life to lead, and, and you know. Do you remember how amazing Gremlins seemed when it first came yeah, out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was like the most amazing like technology uh, or even uh, going Back forward a little bit on that. Back to the Future, the last Starfighter. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know why? And I you was know obsessed why? with that shit. The reason why is because they had to put more craft into it because they couldn't they couldn't backslide into CGI and go, oh, we'll just let they couldn't be lazy. If they wanted it to look good, they had to fucking make models and shit. Mm-hmm. So they had to hire people who were super passionate about that to make these models. Whereas yeah, now, the Back to the Future just... movies are other ones that I would sit and watch every time too. You, yeah. you got that one right. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, the, the 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 craftsmanship is a lot more high. I mean, I'm not saying that they can't do amazing things with computer animation and stuff, but. It just you feels could, like a you, you can always you can also always tell. I don't care even with newer movies, you can mm-hmm. tell when shit's made with CGI versus when it's real. Oh, yeah. It's like there's just something about it that you're like, that eh, doesn't look right. That's right. If and when ever, it was in the 90s and shit, it was way, way obvious. If you ever have the opportunity to watch the second Matrix movie on a 4K monitor screen, uh please do so for the laugh factor because when you're watching when you're watching the burly brawl the part where he's fighting like 50 smiths all in that Mm -hmm. in that courtyard that fucking dress slash coat that he's wearing that robe or whatever the hell you want to call that garment that he's wearing his his overcoat his muumuu yeah okay so the the matrix muumuu um (laughs) 
is is flowing around so stiffly and goofily and it looks so fake it looks like a 1990s era video game and it looked so good to me in the theaters but looking at it now in modern high def technology it looks like hot garbage and it's the only thing i can think is that makes sense why people once were able to watch a black and white movie with no soundtrack and be gasping and going oh my goodness i can't you know because they had never seen it tying her to the trash yeah they never it's like piano it's like their brains made up all the details because they've never seen anything like it before but when you go back and look at it you're like how did anyone get entertained by this bullshit you know it's 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 just really interesting the the techniques that we have developed to tell stories again we're always telling mm. stories mm. we love so to tell stories yeah thankfully life would be boring as fuck if nobody told stories mm-hmm. can you imagine mm. not having movies or books or like Ooh. you have to talk to each other that'd be terrible <laughs> well we wouldn't i mean would you really do that because what would you talk about yeah you'd be making up a story yeah, uh, you just be everything, is, everything factually. Like, yeah, I got up this morning and stubbed my toe on the bed. So I'd be like, oh, that's that I did that last week. I was watching uh, Funhouse the other day, and Tony don't probably know what Funhouse is, but they're a video gaming channel. Um, I've been a fan of them for many years now and they were somehow in the topic of whatever it was they were reviewing they they started talking about some strange mormon uh tactics for getting around the no sex before marriage rule hmm. and uh, no pornography rule and so one of those is called bubbling bubbling is a technique um where uh you Create these fractal-like bubbles, <laughs> these fractal-like bubble things, and impose them over girls in swimsuits, and thus obscuring the swimsuit. And your brain goes, "Ah, I'm not seeing a girl in a swimsuit. I'm seeing a naked woman." And I used to do a primitive form of that with the swimsuit editions, where you put your finger over top of the bikini and yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." It's the same basic. She's principle. wearing my finger on her boobs. It's the same basic principle. And it's like, well, I'm not looking at porn. I'm looking at a picture of a woman in a bikini. It just happens to have an overlay over it. So it's okay. So it's like a loophole they have. And 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 they go on to talk about what's called soaking. Oh, God. I get the feeling this is going to be kind of gross or bad. Just would anyone care to venture a guess what soaking is or what it entails? Does it have to do anything with ejaculate? No. Okay, well then I'm oh, out. Okay, I went straight to that. <laughs> That's exactly where right. I went. That was I'm where like, I went is, first. Are they, are they having a posh wank over the picture of the uh, of the picture? Of the I'd have been like bowls. forcing yourself to sit in your ejaculate after you did it. That's soaking to give you some time uh, to think about it. Uh, yeah. Well, no, these are more <laughs> prophylactic measures. They're meant to prevent the shame. So soaking, soaking is an act in which um, you get inside of the woman, but you don't move. You just sit there motionless, right? 
So it's like it's not really sex. I'm sorry. If you've penetrated, that is sex. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But in the minds of some young Mormons, this is a totally valid line of thinking and a a perfect sort of special discompensation for getting out of hell. And uh, and and now there is, and I don't even know if I really believe this, but I did find it on Wikipedia. So you know, who knows? The, yeah, they're up in the air. That there is a trend called jump humping, in which you enlist the at the a third or fourth party to come into the room and jump on the bed, thus providing the perfect the friction required for sex and therefore ejaculate. Wow, that's sad. <laughs> I'm just imagining how you contract the services of someone to do that. <laughs> My name's Slim. I'm a jump humper, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as long as I get to be naked, too, and pleasure myself, it doesn't cost you a thing. <laughs> so it's called, what's it called? Wetting? What do you call it? Soaking. Soaking, Soaking yeah. yes. Yeah. So you're just, you're, you're just literally soaking your old chap in the fish mitten. That is uh, <laughs> hey, that pretty much about right. Yes, taking the log straight to the beaver and just leaving it there. <laughs> <laughs> taking the skin boat to Tuna Town, right into the port, not going past it. That's all from grumpy old men. It's a lot of effort, isn't it? It is. I don't think it's I'd be able to. Effort, I wouldn't be able to control see. myself. I wouldn't be able to control myself. I'd be like, I'm going to hell. Fuck it. And so yeah, are you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They just ride her into hell. Yeah, Yeah, right. I mean, that's that's crazy. Like the technicalities, the technicalities, and the mental anguish that people will put themselves through because religion says you can't do this to hold hold back evolution, to hold back everything that's in your DNA to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's and you know, I really firmly believe that's where a lot of like sexual deviancy comes from. Like like weird like deviations into dark shit comes from taboos and like you shouldn't feel this way you shouldn't think this way it's like well i'm bad for doing it so i might as well go all the way bad you know it it just feels like it breeds that way of thinking i'm not sure that's the only factor but it sure as fuck doesn't help you know making sex into a taboo making people think it's unhealthy is a wonderful way to breed all kinds of paranoid and well, disgusted we, thinking. We know prohibition doesn't work right. with, with 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 anything. It's right. Give an example <laughs> of, yeah. of, of when it's worked. It doesn't. It, like you say, just all it does is create a taboo, and then people just want to go and do it. Yeah, yeah. Because you shouldn't. Right. Hey, you um, tell people not to have sex, they're going to find a way to have sex. Sorry. Apparently, hmm. obviously... You know, by soaking and jump humping, <laughs> bubbling. One of and, the most bubbling. <laughs> prior to meeting my wife, one of the most intense experiences I've ever had with a, a woman was in a classroom with the lights out at at my army base. This is before I met Jennifer, and uh, a sergeant walked in and saw us. And, and put a stop to it before anything really happened. And and that was like, to me, that was more tantalizing. You got cock-blocked. It was more tantalizing than it, almost anything else because of it, it was it was taken away. And because the uh, the chance for us of getting caught was so high. And, and we were both like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this. And, and 
that's kind of fun, you know. When there's a did you still finish? No. Are you sure? I'm sure. Like as soon as you got got, you're like, oh god, I'm coming. Oh, Ah." you you mean no? When I got back to my room, maybe, but (laughs) maybe the excitement of the authority coming down on you made you, you know, that was that was what pushed you over. Yeah. Oh, Oh, god, I'm praying. Oh god, I can't stop. Ah. Oh, it feels so good. I grandma's came on my mom. Yeah. Grandma's boy. It's another great movie. If you haven't seen, you should definitely watch is Grandma's Boy. Yeah, don't watch that with your kid though. No. Unless, yeah, oh, unless no. uh you want your kid to learn a lot more about sex than you wanted them to know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's actually any nudity in that movie though. No, there isn't. It's mostly it's drug foul humor. language, foul and drug language. humor, and sex yeah. humor. Yeah. 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 What What are your guys' views on um, use of nuclear weapons in the next couple of years, sort of um, globally? What's 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 the sort of Well, what's your vibe? I can tell you that I am patently against it and scared shitless that it's going to happen because you know that's a domino effect. I yeah. think that's a given. Yeah. Yes. This isn't um, fucking World War II where they didn't exist in most places. So there well, was no retaliatory action immediately available. I think that we start nuking places, we're going to get nuked also. Well, and, and the, the planet's tech- going to. Well, also, the technology that they're using for these nukes is a lot different than when we dropped bombs on Hiroshima, Hiroshima and uh, Nagasaki. Nagasaki. I just yeah. watched the thing. Did you realize that there was actually a third atomic bomb that they were yeah. prepared to drop on another mm. uh, on the first the first target? Initially, they were unable to drop the bomb and then they ended up dropping it on Hiroshima instead. Mm-hmm. So they were going to go back to that first uh site again and and this time actually bomb it which is fucking terrifying right to think three like you literally just knocked the entire civilization back to the stone age yeah yeah and killed you know it's fucking uh, nuclear weapons are terrible and i will go on the record as saying that i don't think we should ever be using them i agree with that i I don't think anyone yeah I don't uh, think my, my, my question is more do you think there's a, a high, medium, or low likelihood of that happening with the current situation globally? I think, me, uh, I think that it makes for a great threat, but it takes a true madman to actually use it. And I, I just think the self preservation stops most from going beyond threat into action. I'm willing to bet the probability that we're, you know, like if we were to look at the doomsday clock, you know, that it sits in the office of whoever that we don't get the doomsday clock keeper. Yeah, that guy. Whoever that is. Lawrence Krauss. I I, I just I'm willing to bet that the the risk is probably or the, the, the likelihood is probably much higher than we know. Probably much higher than we'd be comfortable knowing. Um, and and because it is always a game of chess and there are some people playing this game of chess who are willing to risk it all because they are ultimately power mad you know like 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 putin 
is a good example of that. Kim like, Jong Un. I mean, Kim there's Jong-un. yes, plenty that yeah. are any, any foolish terrorist. enough. Yeah, they're foolish enough to yeah, think that. Terrorist. But you realize, yeah, that you once you start that, it's all over. There right. is no more Earth. Everything mutually, is gone. Mutually That's assured it. destruction. Yeah. 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 There was that, I think, I'm not sure when it was, I think it was sometime in the Cold War, it might have been in the 90s, when there was um, that Russian guy who was in a, in one of those control rooms, yes. and there was there was an alert, and he refused. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah the fake, yeah, the yeah, fake. Yeah. Uh, Man, my, we talked oh, about him, the- Stanislav, Stanislavski, somebody, Stanislavski, hold on, I'll look him up. I hope the guy's yeah, name is Stanislavski. Otherwise, that was the most <laughs> racist Jones. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's Mick Jones. Stanislavski. But, but yeah, I mean, I think there's probably more incidents where that's happened than what we know about. Am I bringing the mood down? No. Stanislav Petrov was his name. Yeah. Yeah. Stanislavski. I was close. Yeah. Russian, Miss Russian head. <laughs> <laughs> McVodka drinker. <laughs> I almost had soda come up my nose there. Thank you. Made my fucking nose run. He's a, an Irish, uh, an Irish Russian. Good old 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 potato vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Um, isn't that what, uh, potato, yeah, isn't I, that what vodka is made from? Is potatoes? I'm pretty I think sure. Usually, it is. yeah. I'm pretty think usually yeah. it is. I mean, I don't know all oh, vodka. Too. I'm not a vodka guy, so I don't know. Like they make shit out of all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's probably like beet vodka out there, rutabaga vodka. Probably, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I don't think you brought the mood down. Uh, it is definitely a very heavy subject, though, and one that uh, mm. we can joke around about. But in all seriousness, if it ever happens, I hope that I'm very close to where one of those explosions happens so that I die mm. immediately. Yeah, the alternative so I don't is fucking shit. linger on forever. You know, I don't think we're close enough to D.C. to be ground zero, unfortunately. Well, well you I, know, I think I think there's probably one aim right at the Hershey factory right now. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you know that would be that would be uh the be- hershey west especially because the original factory isn't in use anymore but hershey west still does some of it but uh mm. most hershey chocolate is made in mexico now if i'm not mistaken mm. so yeah. they'd be blowing out mexico that would suck times times they are changing yeah well i mean if if their projections on climate change are correct we won't even have chocolate in like 15 years we want a Florida or California either, possibly. So, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to step back a little bit. You just raised a really interesting point. I'd never thought about this. But say there was like a nuclear war. What happens to like Mexico and all those countries like that, sort of South America? Because it's all going to be like between America and Russia, really, isn't it? And Europe and England. That's where the true Mad Max stuff starts. I think there's people that you know. Uh, emigrate well, from there up into Mexico, the up to the uh, yeah, up to the uh, up to the ruins of the United States, and uh, you know the areas are completely taken over by animals and shit, and it's mm-hmm. like fucking three headed, you know, bull elk running wild and all Mastodons. kinds of crazy well, shit going on. And the and and the older idea of of nuclear war that was going to be a nuclear winter that covered everything because of all the fallout. But modern nuclear bombs don't do that. They explode over over top of targets, in such a way so that they flash 
kill everyone in sight, but no dust is kicked up. So the the land is still more or less pristine. There's some background radiation, but it dissipates much more quickly than like an actual ground hit with a with a nuclear explosive. So it'll blow up like a mile over the surface of the earth, you know, or something like that. So yeah, the a lot of the real estate and and a lot of the land would be still livable and arable climate, everything would people would be able to come up here and farm. So yeah, probably they'd say, hey, fuck, we're gonna take all of America and just farm it and, and live in it. So they you imagine the hell of being forced to live in a bunker? Oh my Man. god, dude, Fuck that would that be shit. yeah. I, I would rather die. Thank you. But the doomsday planners want that, don't they? They love their bunkers. Oh, good for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I could I could not imagine being trapped in a space and not being able to leave with my family mm. <laughs> for for the rest of my life. I'd be like, no, no. I can't with do anyone. It. No, with anyone. I love my children. Alone or they would anyone. drive me insane. Mm. You Especially need to be able no, to. Um, it's no internet. Yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Use your and imagination. I don't know what that is. Even mm. even like supermax like death row p- p- prisoners get to go outside once in a while, right? Yeah. Mm. You know. So yeah, that's like a basic human need. You would go insane in a bunker. I would rather not survive. Yeah, fuck that shit. Um, I would spend a lot of time soaking, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. soaking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, so, so Tony, you're getting out of the you're getting out of the podcast game for the time being, at least. Can we still count yeah. on you to come back on here with us? periodically will you have well, time for story time yeah look, 100 potato 100 potatoes yeah actually i think you broke tony <laughs> I, don't <laughs> feel like I just don't feel like i've got much to offer uh, oh. dude, you're you're just being here is 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 incredible. Yeah, yeah I mean, we always love having you on. The we always show. have an interesting conversation too. Like, mm-hmm. who would have thought we'd be talking about you know nuclear soaking. fallout today? Right. And soaking and breath is soaking. <laughs> yeah, and, and fucking bubbling or whatever the hell the other one was, and <laughs> soaking and bubbling and jump humping and jump humping. So, what's have you thought about? Have, have there been any nuggets where you've thought that's the title of the episode? Well, yes, actually, uh, I think we just found the title of the episode just now. Unless you have another idea. No, I'm, I'm just always love how, like, on the fly, you go. That's the name of the episode. You haven't done <laughs> this time. Jump like, pumping feels really good right now. Yeah, jump pumping feels about right. I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Jump pumping with Tony. <laughs> That's what the name of this motherfucker is. Jump with Tony. That's it right there. That you asked sense. for it and you received. You got it. Yeah. That, that makes me us. vaguely uncomfortable, but that's my speciality, so we'll go with it. It's, it's what I it's what I try to do, you know. Oh man. How long of a flight is it from Australia to, to LA? Uh, it's about 14 hours. 14 hours. That's another, a long fucking time. Yeah, it's another five hours to Orlando. Yeah. 
It was like so my brother uh, went to uh, to uh, Vietnam, and that was like a twenty four hour flight, like to get into yeah. that area, and like it just, I couldn't imagine spending an entire day of my life on a plane. Yeah, like it just it it like I can't, I just I can't imagine it. Five hours, and my back was ready to spasm out of my seat. I, I couldn't so imagine driving for 24 hours for Christ's sake, where I could yeah. get out and look at stuff. I'd be like, I'm going to kill somebody if I have to drive for five more minutes. You know? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's pretty really bad. interesting. You just have to sort of, I call it, you have to get yourself into the zone. You just know you, you, you're not getting out for that 14 hours. Yeah. You've just got to. Do you like deprive it. yourself of sleep so that you sleep the majority of the time? Or like, is there a way to, to plan anything around like that? Uh, I, I still maintain it's pretty much impossible for me to sleep on a flight. It's just, Same. you know, you've got the sound of air conditioning at full volume. Um, you've got people walking past. It's just a shitty environment to sleep. Your body's not designed to sleep like sitting upright. Yeah. In a I, shit I've chair. never, I've never been on a flight longer than like three hours when I went to Florida. So I had to stay awake because my children were very young. And what kind of responsible parent goes to sleep while their children are unaccompanied on a plane? You know, like, I, okay. uh, sir, excuse me, could you wake up? Your child has, you know, blah, 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 you know, something. We sat you look the back up and the your, plane. your child's so. hands and face are blue from the toilet water. <laughs> from the toilet. Yeah, you're like, uh, <laughs> oh, man, that's that's rough. That is rough. Uh, I will say one thing though. Southwest Airline had some of the best fucking peanuts, and the name of the company that supplied their peanuts was King Nuts. You can't even get, <laughs> which was awesome. You don't even get peanuts on flights anymore because of allergies. Now it's I know. Well, this like was crackers. this was two thousand eight. Yeah, this was okay. two thousand eight. Was the last was when I last time I flew. Yeah, you can't get peanuts on most flights anymore. Now it's like a it's like a party mix with like crackers and and like party mix trail, trail mix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, party mix like or trail, trail mix is don't have peanuts in it. What the fuck, man? That's yeah, not trail it's mix. Garbage. It's yeah. garbage. Yeah. I'm sorry to the people that are allergic to peanuts, and I I sympathize with you, but I I love me some peanuts, especially from King Nuts. Yeah, hey, there is a really cool app. I don't know. I'm sure it sounds like an Egyptian thing, like do 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 king nuts. I'm sure Tony that your flight had this. <laughs> when I flew to California, they had this app that you could tap into, and you could see where your plane was, how many hours you had left, and you could even hmm. go into like a, oh. a a mode where you could see from the cockpit. Like I would drive myself insane with that. No, it's oh neat. You could like God. you could see the trajectory. You could see these different views of what it would look like from the cockpit and stuff. It, it was pretty neat. I was fascinated looking out the windows and like I thought I'd be super scared because, you know, like I built up flying as like this terrible thing. Because when I was a kid, we flew and we got stuck, uh, I believe, outside of Orlando circling the airport because it was like a huge storm. For like hours and not that i remember mm. that but i remember being told about it and i was always like oh my god when i fly to orlando it's going to be fucking horrible and I'm, but i remember like sitting in the plane looking at the windows like being amazed at everything that i was looking at and it was mm. actually pretty chill honestly you know? the, the worst part for me is just the airport just fucking around in the airport getting in lines and all that Eight bullshit yeah. Yeah, I think the worst part for me was probably people. the pressure in my ears because i have problems with that that was painful that hurt well, that and if you but, want uh, outside uh, of that, everything was pretty cool. When I went, when I was landing in California, 
there was this little girl in the seat behind us. She probably, I want to say she was maybe like 11 or 12 years old. And she was getting the depressurization problem. Oh, yeah. Ears were and, and my she, eldest had a problem with that on the way back. She must have been like top 10 worst pain of her life. She was screaming and she was crying. She's like, I just want this to stop. And I'm like, this poor kid is probably the first plane ride she's ever been on. And she still got to go back. Give that poor kid a stick of gum. Yeah. Let yeah. that kid chew on something. That's what I was telling my oldest. I was like, fucking chew, chew on your tongue. Yeah. Do whatever you got to do. Like yeah. you got to chew something or Be else chewing you can't and swallowing and yeah, whatever. You can't you beat it do. down. Yeah. God, yeah, that was do that, terrible. Do that with your jaw, like anything that will relieve that pressure. I learned a trick where you hold your nose and your forehead and you kind of do one of these and that knocks loose some of the pressure in your, your sinuses. Also a cold press on your, your right here. This also helps if you have sinus headaches or if you have decon or have congestion, just take a cold compress, like icy cold and press it right on the ridge of your, of your forehead and against the bridge of your nose. And all that shit will just clear right the fuck up. It's Thank really... you, Dr. Tom. Hey, I'm Please serious. Position it, position it right on your crystal. Right on your crystal. Yes, right, absolutely. Yes. Well, well, yeah, you, you know. place it on your third eye, right? Mm -hmm. And then you say, um, 10 times, right? Did, when we were talking about movies a while back, and did you guys ever watch back in that sort of era, um, the reanimator movies? Yes. I've seen With the reanimators, yeah. Yeah, what was it called? The uh oh, maturity ground or something. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> yeah. that that movie? Yeah. I, that might be. Uh I believe I, so. It has been uh, a long fucking time since I've okay, seen any of the reanimator. Herbert West reanimator. I'm getting really excited now. Ooh. Well, <laughs> so am I hearing that you're getting excited? Tell me more. Oh, I might have to. Uh <laughs> have you ever seen um the guy who did Lord of the Rings, his first movie. Oh, uh, Peter Jackson. Bad taste. Bad taste. I haven't. I've heard mm -mm. that it's uh, really gory and 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 horrific. Is it a movie made in bad taste? When you watch it and then compare it to Lord of the Rings, it's 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 the movies that from the same person are on the. It, it, there's no other way. They're, they're just the polar opposites. But it's a great movie. Oh, is it uh, really? Taste. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's a cult classic. Hmm. Absolute cult classic. Sounds we'll like, to write uh, that down and check that out. Yeah, maybe we can. Uh, we've been trying Hilarious. to figure out. We're trying to figure out what yeah. we want to do for our episode uh, 200, which is coming up at the middle of summer. And for us, and uh, this would be like July. And uh, I haven't figured out quite what we're going to do yet, but uh, we were talking about maybe. Hint, hint, Tony, it's in July. Just throwing that out there to you. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, but we, we, that's, quite a, that's quite a milestone. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking when I one thing I'd like to do is, is yeah, is get people who have been on the show before to like record something and we can insert it in between segments or something. But I thought it'd be fun. 200 episodes with about 103 episodes worth of entertainment. Well, there were some slow episodes. There is no doubt about it. Back in the beginning. Yeah. And there were some mistakes made, but you know, we've learned, we've learned. Hey, Lavi, you have grown with us. Yes. Yes. All our, are I the other day, like there's there's over four million podcasts now. 
Wow. I believe that. And I believe and, that. And that's why it's so fucking hard for mm-hmm. you know, to get people to listen to your shit. Yeah, you you have to and... you have to be either amazingly good at um self advertising and get your name out there or you got to be famous. It's like the yeah. only way that yeah cuz I mean there there's a lot of really good podcasts out there that will never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. Well, because of that, then, unfortunately. Like, when I think about a lot of the podcasts that I follow, I'm like, wow, you know, you go back to episode one and they're talking about, yeah, we had 10,000 listeners on day yeah. one. And it's like, okay, so you guys had a following before. And yeah. then you start tracing their history back and you find out, oh, yeah, like a perfect example is My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is one of my favorite comedy podcasts out there. Um, Justin McElroy, one of the 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 people on that show, um, was doing uh like kids television as a child. There's footage of him at like 12 years old hosting a kids Sunday morning TV news. Bastard had a head start. So yeah, uh, you know, and his dad was in radio, and all the kids were doing that, and they all went to school for theater or for drama or for radio production. They were born into this shit. They've had follow. They were gaming journalists for years and years for a famous gaming uh, site before any of this. So yeah, they have following. All they had to do is tell their Twitter followers, "Hey, we got a new podcast. Tune in on Monday. Here's the link." They had a ready-made audience for them. No wonder they're so popular there may be probably is a hundred thousand podcasts just as good or better that no one ever has seen or heard Mm -hmm. because they don't have a following to begin with so how the hell do you get the following i think you just get fucking lucky somewhere along the line you know you know you you meet somebody or you beat an algorithm like PewDiePie, the the gaming guy that's from guy. Switzerland. Um, he's like a YouTube gamer guy, and he is one of the most po- I mean, he, the guy is like a millionaire from YouTube videos. And you know, his whole thing was he just got lucky. The algorithm just picked up on his stuff and kept putting it in front of people, and they kept like he was it. like one of the first ones to make it to like a million subscribers, if I'm not mistaken, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, like, he's up there with like Smosh TV and some of those. Yeah. Uh Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Yeah. Although Mr. Beast does a lot of cool philanthropy work. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the guy. He does a lot of nice stuff. Mr. Beast is the guy who does the uh competitive eating, correct? No. Or is that the L.A. Beast? That's the L.A. That's the LA Beast. Beast. Yeah, <laughs> that's the guy. The who, L.A. Beast who's from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, the L.A. Beast ordered a fucking a bottle of Crystal Pepsi from uh, eBay, like a thirty-year-old bottle of soda, and then drank it on camera. He drank like a gallon of hot sauce in one of the episodes. Like he does all kinds of insane yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, apparently he's well compensated for for that. Oh, I'm sure he is, but uh, the amount of damage he's probably done to his digestive tract, I don't know. Yeah, he's probably given himself like IBS or something. Yeah. Shit's flames all the time. So I was looking the other day on social media. Someone posted this picture of... um, a bunch of different strains of weed from the 1970s. And it had names like uh, like Thai Chiba and Alcapoco Gold and all these really fancy names like they have today, right? I and guess. They were like, it was like the cannabis cups, like finest offerings. 
And this shit looked like the ugliest, dirtiest dirt weed you've ever seen in your life. It just looked like it looked like someone like made it and then just dried it on their porch. It was <laughs> it was absolutely disgusting looking. It's Amish probably, weed. Yeah, it was terrible. I've never seen anything like it. Like even from like remembering like like the old um, High Times magazine, seeing that like you know being at a store that actually sold that and flipping through it and. Like, you know, the 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 cannabis buds in there were like big and purple and red and had like crystals on them and stuff. And you're like, oh, that's actually a really beautiful plant. You know, it's kind of amazing. And then, you know, you become a smoke and you're like, oh, but that tastes really nice. But I mean, I just can't imagine getting excited by the garbage that this this post included in it. I wish mm. I could find it. I don't know. Where we the hell got, got excited about the weed back in our day because it's what we had. That's but that's the interesting thing, right? If you take a look at like bananas or other fruits and vegetables that we have cultivated to eat, if you take a look at what the their predecessors were before we started engineering them and and you know cross-pollinating and all the other stuff that we do to improve our plants, otherwise known as genetic engineering, by the way. Um you know, as we have done all that stuff, we've improved the the food yields on plants and the flavor. And if you look at old like like corn and stuff, it's like three hunks of corn and like a huge rock like seed in the center, like an avocado has uh, like, you know, or like completely inedible fruits that only had the tiniest amount of fruit around a giant seed. Like we have whittled that down over, you know thousands and thousands of years to something that's delicious and edible so you're yeah, telling but, me the cavemen were genetically modifying their food oh uh, yeah anyone okay. anytime that you are interfering with the way that a plant propagates its pollen you're engineering it so you're you're playing with its genetics you're taking the pollen from one type of strain and you're planning it into another one here i go again right no no i was enjoying the propagation oh okay because <laughs> you were just you're just giving me that wry smile that tells me i've gotten into professor mode again well i mean you do and that's why i was smiling honestly well yeah no i mean yeah so so it's just a matter of like you are genetically engineering yeah you're not in a, a laboratory doing anything cool with microscopes but it's still genetic engineering you're you're it's altering not, it's no different to dog breeds, is it? No, breeding not at a dog all. with certain characteristics. Correct, exactly the same thing. It's man-made evolution. Mm -hmm. Only dogs aren't as tasty as fruit. <laughs> but that's how you get up. You end up with these. Not the poor, way I've eaten it, anyway. That's the way you end up with these poor things that that have their faces so smashed in that they can't breathe. Right, like like certain types of bulldogs and stuff. Because or those ones that they breed that their legs are so fucking short that their stomach and their chest drags on the ground. Yeah, Terrible. and a lot of these a lot of these breeds have hip dysplasia and all kinds of other problems. Well, most purebreds, right? You have that issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it it's a shame, but you know, people want a purebred so they can say they have a purebred. Well, I want a Shih Tzu, or I want this, or I want that, and it's like. I always say, have you ever tried a a, a mutt? Because they're pretty awesome. I, I, every dog I've ever had has been a mutt, and they are some of the smartest, mm -hmm. most loyal dogs. And and they're so thankful because yeah, since I've been an adult, the only purebred that I've had is my uh, is my shepherd that I have now. Yeah, and that's because 
she was the runt and we got her like ridiculously cheap. Mm-hmm. Like name a number. I guarantee you it's lower than that. And it's ridiculous. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a purebred, yeah. but I'm saying like, like mutts are great. I, I yeah. you know, all my dogs have been mutts and I've never been disappointed or thought that was a mistake. And the best thing is that a lot of times people don't want mutts. So you're giving an animal that otherwise might not have had a chance, an opportunity for a good life. You know, and, and I I'm mean, waiting for the sad Sarah McLaughlin song to start playing. <laughs> well, no, I get really pissed <laughs> off. I will remember you. I don't think that's the one, dude. I think it's uh, in the angels. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've heard both of them. Probably. But no, it sucks because people are always abandoning animals. Like at the shelter I volunteer, it's like every week. It's like I barely get time to know the cats because they're coming in as quickly as they're leaving you know we get someone adopt three four five cats in a week and then six seven new cats come in because and they're good healthy cats and you're like what the fuck happened oh well the owner decided that they didn't want them anymore because they had a new baby and it's like well you know all right fine you surrendered the animal yeah the the baby out no, I mean, you know, they, I understand, but but sometimes people just drop the animals off and we're just like the leftover night. There'll be a cat carrier outside the building with no information. And we're like, okay, we have no history of the animal's health, how old the animal is, anything. We're going blind and we just have to look for everything. That's more expensive because then you have to do a battery of expensive tests and and check and see if that you need the shots and yeah, it's a mess. And and people think they're just it's a it's a harmless thing to just drop the animal off and not, you know, take any responsibility for it. Well, mind that. you, it's better than just setting them free in the wild, but that's still. true. That's true. And I mean yeah. their hearts are in the right place. It's just that people don't realize, you know, that these things don't happen in a vacuum. These these places rely entirely upon volunteers and and donations. So every time that you drop off an animal without history, you're costing the shelter a bit of money, you know? I mean, given that a lot of these vets are actually volunteering their time, you know, they're not, they're not expecting a paycheck for, for their work at the, um, at the shelters, but, you know, equipment, medication, testing, all that stuff, sending out to labs, all that shit costs money. So, yeah, well, I mean, you know, and and I mean, right now I'm, there's a cat in my neighborhood that I've been feeding and he's gotten super friendly with us, by the way, Mike, he's, I saw that fellow running across from your house over across the street when I came over. Orange boy, right? Yeah. He's sort of a, just caught a glimpse like real quick. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's been coming around a lot, but, but he worries me because he trusts me so much. It's like, I know he's not somebody's cat, but someone's going to take advantage of him you know and and it's almost like you want to do that tearful harry and the hendersons oh i leave no i hate you you know like trying to get the like don't trust me like you're trusting me too much and someone's going to feed you poison and it's going to break my fucking heart so because that's the kind of place i live in tony that's the kind of people i live around people who would poison a cat just because fuckers yeah it's disgusting yeah well, anybody that hurts animals is is below scum because most of the time they can't defend themselves. And like you right. say, they're very trusting. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I've got no, you know, to a degree more than hurting people. Like, it's just like 
it's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, well, there's no need for it. It's just pure cruelty. Mm-hmm. Like if I, I'm not a hunting person, if I were to hunt, I would absolutely use the most painless method possible and use every portion of the animal I could in every way, uh, simply because I feel responsible. You know, you know, you know, if this life is to sustain my life, I better use every damn piece of it I can because uh, it sacrificed its existence for mine. So, you know, I have to, I find that sacred and I don't find many things sacred in life, but that is something that I find is sacred is life itself. And, and, you know, uh, it is weird. We have a weird relationship with our food in this, in this society, in a first world culture. We don't really have an intimate relationship with catching our food or. I've had an intimate relationship with food um, because I've had two bulls and, uh, Definitely the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, because and you I have put that to... on myself for some fucking reason. I was like, yeah, I think I'd like to traumatize myself by raising my own food. My brother in law is recommend a farmer. It. My brother in law is a farmer and he says he likes the fact that he can pat his food on the head. But I think that's gallows humor for him. You know? Yeah, it is it is the tastiest meat I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. But um you know what cost yeah. having to kill you know having to kill something that you consider a pet or a friend is is horrible mm-hmm. yeah so uh i mean if well, you, my, you're wired like that then good for you but i am not mike if we ever become part of a like a volleyball team and we're on a plane and we end up um in the mountains crash somewhere and uh, i mm-hmm. have to eat you i'll make sure to cry as i do so i would appreciate that i would hope you do the that's same that's nice yeah nice i hope you do the same for me it's a tender moment here on i Tommy just better Mondays. hope you better hope that there's some fucking sweet baby raised barbecue sauce or something available because uh i'm having a hard time stomaching that yeah yeah in some cultures they call human meat long pork because supposedly it's supposed to take like taste like pork, right? But why I, why long? Because it's a long pig. Oh, okay. Long pig, not long pork. I'm sorry. That's that's what they call human meat. Mm. Long pig. Because when we're laid out on the ground, we look like a long pig. I guess. I don't know. Uh, but apparently, you know, like pigs are very similar in some of their uh like their intelligence markers to human beings well i mean i know that they use pig skin for um people who get burned and i -hmm. think uh genetically they're very close to us i do know that yeah they are very similar make a make a make a make a pig screen (laughs) how do you you make a pig screen may you squeal like a pig boy (laughs) got a pretty mouth I almost ran over one of my neighbors the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I have a, my truck sits relatively high in the back. You've seen my truck Mm -hmm. and going backing down my driveway. She's just a little slight thing was walking and just happened to must've been right behind my truck. And I didn't see her. Thankfully I turned rather abruptly at the bottom, like backed out and didn't go over into the, onto the, uh, onto the side of the road at all, because I would have definitely crushed her against the hill. 
Oh, good. And uh, it was terrible. I, I actually stopped and apologized. Like, I rolled my window. I was like, I am so well, sorry. I she, so. she had well, she had no idea that anything had happened. Oh, wow. She was oh, like, so oh, she I, was I didn't even oblivious. I didn't even notice. And I'm like, like, how did you not notice that? But all right. Like, I didn't ask her. I was like, OK. <laughs> And uh, I also um, that was like part of the story. But I also want to tell everybody, you know, you've reached a certain maturity when you have to start trimming your eyebrows because you get crazy old man eyebrows. And I, sir, I reached that. I reached that point. I had to sh- mm-hmm. I had to trim my eyebrows because they were getting just out of control. I, I looked like a mad that. scientist. They did. When I go and get my hair cut, they're like, do you want me to do the eyebrows? I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Like that, that's a thing now. Yes, please. Yeah. And your ear hair. Yeah, yeah I don't have any hair hair that I'm aware of, but I have my hair like my head hair is always over top of it. So I don't know. Like maybe I got ear hair. Mm. I plucked a pretty serious ear hair right off of my earlobe. I was like right out of the center of my earlobe. Like, just a random even... one. Just one yeah. long random one. Yeah, that's what and I it's get. Like, yeah. I didn't even realize there were follicles there. <laughs> and, you know, fellas, I would love to sit here and wax philosophic about ear hair. You got to pay. Nose hair, pay. eyebrows. I do have to pee, but... Okay. I just noticed that we are out of time. So that's going to, have to be a story for another time. Thank you for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the comfort that you got because this episode today did not include anything about urethral sounding. Oh my God. Or shit. Or incest. Or, or any of the other terrible things. But yes, we did talk about soaking and jump humping. Mm-hmm. Jump mm. humping with Tony, as it were. If he makes another <laughs> podcast, that's what it's got to be called. Jump humping with Tony. Let me write that down. Yeah, you need to write that down. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to take the reins and do it for us, but we didn't explain that first again. So no, do you know what? I've been oh, doing it long enough now to. It's all right. Sorry right. to, to have slid straight into the protocol. Would you? I would did, you like to I do knew, it? No, I knew it was coming, <laughs> and I just, I just had nothing. I just, I'll yeah. be honest. I just have nothing. I'm I just like, threw oh, something together for us. You did. So you, did. you saved me. You saved I did. Me again. You're, you're welcome. I'm like, I'm like, you know, the Baywatch lifeguard of the mm. podcast. Mm. Only I don't look good in a speedo. At least I'm gonna guess I don't look good in a speedo. I mean, I've seen myself naked. So that's it. Bye. Bye.